Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coffee with a Therapist this lovely Wednesday. I am going to be talking about a topic that I've heard questions on time and time again over the years. And it's a really popular question because we all want good things for other people and we want good things for ourselves and it can be so tricky to actually navigate the waters of how we ask someone else to go to therapy or recommend that they go to therapy or the other one that i've gotten recently is how we convince our parents that we need therapy so i'm going to answer both of these questions because they're both tricky they both involve another person or relationship in our life where, you know, we've decided we're ready for therapy or we've decided that, you know, it's important for them to go to therapy. But ultimately, they have to come to terms with this themselves. And I'll start with the first part. How do we get other people to go to therapy? Well, I wish I knew some magical, mystical fairy trick to do that. But We cannot make any person go to therapy. I mean, I know there's court-mandated therapy. I know that's a real thing. But when it comes to our friends and loved ones, even if we see that they're struggling with anxiety or depression or PTSD or in their relationships, we cannot make them go to therapy. Now, we might recommend it or we might say, hey, like we might be vulnerable and say, hey, like I've done therapy. It's helped me with this. It's something you should maybe consider. Or we can set a boundary with them, like, you know, if they continuously are kind of using us for therapy, so, like, if they're always offloading some of the things they're dealing with, and, you know, as friends, we're always there to support them and hold space for them um, and loved ones, but if it's done in a way consistently over time, it can get kind of draining, and so I think it's helpful for us to, at times, set a boundary saying, look, like, I know that you're navigating through all these really tricky things, And I really feel like this is something that a professional could help you with better. Like I can hold space for you and just listen to you and support you. And a therapist or a professional might be able to actually help you navigate this and figure out, you know, the next steps to take or what's underneath this so that you can heal and move forward. And just recommending that for them and saying, look, I can only do so much with this. Or even saying, hey, like, I don't really want to talk about this topic over and over again if that's a boundary as well because sometimes we can even build resentment over time if somebody continuously comes to us for for something and then they never do anything to fix it or change it and we can set a boundary saying, hey, I am so happy to talk to you about other things, but this topic specifically, I just can't, I don't have the space to hold for this topic anymore and I really think you should go see a professional, right? Now, again, we can't force them to. We can only share with them our ideas and beliefs and be vulnerable and share with them maybe how it's helped us or embody that ourselves. So like when we're going through stuff, you know, practicing what we preach and actually going to therapy as well. Now, the second question is also really tricky. When you're a kiddo or a teen and your parent is the one who has to essentially sign your paperwork and consent to you going to therapy, it's very tricky sometimes to... to, convince your parents that you need therapy. I think your best option, so sometimes parents don't want you to have therapy for different reasons. Maybe A, there's a cost barrier, it's financial in nature, or B, there might be some shame or cultural beliefs around it. Like I've heard some of my teens say that, you know, their parents didn't bring them into therapy for a minute because 
maybe in their culture, you do other things to heal mental health or, you know, it might be a religious thing that you do to do to treat mental health versus going to a therapist. And so it might be the stigma, but it also might just be a cultural issue where they're like, no, we don't go to a therapist. We do this. And I think as a teen, like what I would want to do is figure out what my parents' barriers are and really ask them like, hey, like, tell me more about why you don't want me to go to therapy or what barriers there are. Or if there are things that like, if there are issues as far as transportation or finances or logistics, because every kiddo's context is different and parents' context is different. And so it could be something logistical or it could be something cultural or as part of their belief systems, or um, they might feel shame or stigma as a parent. Like, why is my kid suffering? Like, this is reflecting back on me and my parenting. So they may be having a hard time with that, or they might just downplay what's going on for us, or they may not validate it. And so, you know, I think at first understanding which issue it is, is really important. Some of the logistical ones we can solve. So when it comes to finances, you know, being able to do some research in your area and seeing if there are some free or reduced fee um, therapists or therapy offices, you know, if you're able to do your research and then bring that to your parents, that might give you some more leeway. Or if you can figure out transportation, like maybe you figure it out with a mentor or a coach or a close friend or a close friend's family, um, a bicycle, public transportation, like whatever is actually safe and you can do. Um, For some people, if you're on Medicaid, if you're in your state's plan, they actually have uh, drivers that will take you to and from therapy appointments, but you do have to let them know at least 72 hours in advance. So in Kansas, you can call this number and plan out your appointments and actually have someone come and take you and bring you home. So those are some options, too, as far as transportation and finances. Um, And if you can do that research for your parents and bring it to them, that might be able to take away that barrier. The other thing is if it's cultural in nature, maybe really trying to partner with your parents and say, hey, like, let's try both. Maybe we could try what what you believe in and we can do this as well and see kind of what is, is helpful and kind of experiment with them. And I wonder if they'd be willing to take that curiosity lens if you're willing to kind of meet them with that as well, right? Where you're able to try both things. Um, the last one is the hardest because I think that has more to do with what's going on for your parents. And unfortunately, we cannot force our parents to believe differently or to not feel shame about their parenting if we're struggling with our mental health. And so the only thing we can do with that is really advocate for ourselves at school or see what resources we can get outside of the home if we can. And just make that known to your school counselor, like, hey, this is something I'm really interested in. Um, I don't, you know, my parents are really struggling with this, so I don't really necessarily want them involved. But what are some resources or things I can do? Are there any groups after school or connected to the school that I can engage in because even in our own community, we've been building resources where therapists come into schools and do some other cool things, which is really awesome. And it provides opportunities for kiddos that otherwise would not get therapy because of logistics, because of um, maybe their culture and or religious beliefs that keep them from getting outpatient therapy services and just the barriers of transportation and fin- finances, which is a genuine barrier. So 
You know, it's very context dependent on where you live and the specific issue your parents are having with you going to therapy. But I wanted to give you a general overview and at least some tangible things you could try and see if any of those help you in your process. Um, A lot of empathy, a lot of support to you if that's where you're at. Like, I know that would be really hard being a teen, you know, advocating for yourself and saying, hey, this is something I need and I'm struggling. And then to not get those resources or to not have support in getting those resources. So kudos to you for like seeking therapy and for advocating for yourself. Like I think that already shows you have a ton of resilience and again, a lot of support to you. Hopefully there can be some mentors and some other people along the way that might be able to help you in that journey. All right, y'all. I hope you guys have a wonderful Wednesday. I know that it sucks that we can't help everyone get connected to therapy and um, even though we would like to but that's part of this journey it's part of the mission of of what I do um, and giving different resources via internet for those who can't access it in other ways Um, but yeah and also helping people connect the dots because it is hard to ask for help sometimes and it is hard to connect those dots I did not go to therapy willingly my parents slash my situation forced me to go to therapy when I actually ended up going to a therapist that I really, really um, connected with and really transformed my life. So I I have so much respect and admiration for people that actually are advocating for themselves and getting into therapy. So, so much love and appreciation for y'all. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will connect with you later. Mwah.